The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this week's episode is brought to you by Adam and Eve. I am so glad when we can give you hoes some goodies. Go to adamandeve.com for unlimited time only and you'll get 50% off just about any item. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. I love gifts. I don't know about y'all, but I do. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So go to adamandeve.com and use code WD50 at checkout. That's WD50, WD, and the number 50 at adamandeve.com. In order to support our show, we'll need the help of some great advertisers like Adam and Eve, like Lola, like the companies that you guys really like. And in order to find these great advertisers, we'll need a little help from you guys and need to learn a little bit more about you. So please go to podsurvey.com backslash horrible. That's W-H-O-R-E-I-B-L-E. And take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little better. That way we can show advertisers just how great our listeners are. Plus, once you've completed the survey, you can choose to enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions do apply. So again, that's podsurvey.com backslash W-H-O-R-E-I-B-L-E. Thanks for your help. Now let's get on with the show. Hey guys, we are back yet again on a Monday. I hope you're having a good day and you going to work and you making that Monday. <laughs> anyway, hey guys, this oh is another episode. Oh my God, this I want more. this to stop. I'm not going to lie, this is how I be feeling on Mondays for real, for real. I, I actually right love now. fucking Mondays. Mm-hmm. It's a Monday now. It's, I love Mondays. Okay. So welcome anyways, guys. This is Horrible Decisions. This is your girl, Mandy B. And I'm Wheezy. Hi, everybody. Hey, and I'm a so super very cute excited. guest. Yes, we have a dope guest this week. I'm very excited to have her on. Um, if you guys are familiar with The Grapevine that comes on YouTube, it's a millennial based show that kind of talks a lot on the, the topics that we have here on Horrible Decisions um, from a, a, a lot of just 
well-educated, well-spoken black professionals that are mostly in the creative space. Mm -hmm. um, can you go ahead and introduce yourselves to our listeners? Hey, y'all. My name is Aisha Faines, and you might know me from The Grapevine, uh, my own podcast, Inside the Pink. Or What uh, does that mean? Inside the Pink, what you it think? That exactly pussy. exactly what it <laughs> thinking means. No, actually, we... <laughs> so is it a sex podcast? Um, we do talk about sex. We actually talk about the feminine experience from every angle. So we might talk about love one week, about sperm the next, and how everything sort of connects to the experience of women. So it's kind of like a nerdy slash sexy podcast. Cute. I, I love, love it. Inside yeah, the we, Pink. That's cute, bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I See, actually... I'm going to text a nigga that shit. You want to get Inside the Pink? Oh, that's a way he to do would. it. You know Woo. what? I ain't even going to lie to you. That's kind of lit. You end up with a stalker. You read books, don't you? I'm, finna, <laughs> I'm about to I'm do it right now. Right now, bitch. Yes. When you getting inside the this pain? pain. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, gotta, damn bitch. Yo, I oh. always love. I always feel like horrible decisions. Such a fun and dope name, but that that's pretty good. Very few names make me be like. Ooh. No. So I want to <laughs> let y'all know when I recorded um with Aisha on the Grapevine, she walked in, bitch. So mm -hmm. I'm looking at everyone at the table. They put these little cards in front of us. And I start seeing people write, and they're like, no, you got to get your ideas on paper while people are talking, or you'll miss your point. This bitch came in with about eight cue cards on the conversation. And I said, oh, bitch, let me write my name on this Hit paper. Because I look, bitch. So I'm like, let me just write my name so it looks like I got something on my paper. <laughs> and I, so I asked the girl next to me, I'm like, and I'm pointing at your cue cards. You probably ain't see all this no. shit. And she's like, oh, this one right here? Just wait. And, I, and mind you, I was with um, Asante the night before. Mm, oh. And he told me who I'm going to like and who I ain't going to like. Oh, and he word. was like, oh, you're uh, you're going to love Aisha. Well, so I think, I think, too, like, for some people, like, what makes our show so great, right? Because mm -hmm. there are a bunch of podcasts that I listen to where you can tell people have a drawn out and amazing thought. And I appreciate it for that. Mm -hmm. But I think our listeners don't always expect i mean we're so off the cusp mm -hmm. so i could see why you wouldn't have anything written down because it's, it's gonna come to you yeah like that yeah. but so but we had the so, topics prior yeah so you're able to kind of and then we know the questions that we know the direction of the conversation before we sit down mm -hmm. so we're able to really you know have our points in our mind yes. as far as you bitch we kind of made these outlines on the train like here yeah, you go bitch if, you got 10 minutes to figure out what you're gonna say this week and I'm, I'm the, like I'm the, the resident flow. nerd, but the truth is the notes actually aren't what I'm going to say. The notes are just all my thoughts that I, I just got to get out, like anything I'm thinking about. I love because that. the Because the, it, it actually ends up being off the cuff, but I got to basically process everything beforehand. And I have a TV broadcast background. So for me, it's like, yes. What do you do now? What, what's your be, main role? Um, you? I run Women Love Power, so it's an online educational platform, Cute. and I speak. Yeah, I like the name, so. too. I ain't going to lie. You. I used to write down like notes when I used to get into poetry. I used to think I was going to be a rapper. So like back it's then, never too late. I swear to God, like <laughs> look, I'm just saying. And it started with poetry. Then I used to try to make it flow like a rap. Yes. And so I used yes. to write my shit down too, girl. Yeah, I did. It but then I just decided, like a rap, like a rap, like poet raps are poetry. I mean, it is. Don't it's the, I think it's the same. Like I think you put a beat behind I, it. Thank you. Rap is poetry. Put a beat behind a poem. That's what did. He rapped his little poetry. It Yo, sure was eight. a poem. You was eight. So I ain't right yeah. now. I can't give you just an eight off the top. <laughs> no. I, I can't Bars. give you off the top of the dome. Okay. No pressure. I like no to pressure. go home. <laughs> <laughs> and write my shit. Make it a hit. Uh-oh. Y'all about to get this horrible <laughs> so really decisions record contract. Wait, this is what we did. <laughs> Nikki be doing it. You saw that shit that Joe Budden was talking about? What? Stanky Yana. No. What, no. Yana. what did she say every, what did she say like every rap? And he's like, you got to stop saying that. 
Nikki. What does she say all the time? Nikki Lewinsky. I think she. No, I think she bring up Aretha. I don't know. I don't listen. Um, oh well. Anyway, she be bringing. I, up I only don't the listen to Nikki shit. anymore because I just don't like her new energy that she has. I don't either. Oh, no. And she's but just lame, bro. I have she been a, listening. The, the Barb's gonna kill us, but Nikki's a she lame as fuck. You want to talk about a, a basic bitch? I'm sorry. Yeah, That's like, Nikki, bro. Oh no. She doesn't stick up like for other camp. women. No, she doesn't. She's with no, a lame no. ass nigga that like. Yeah, she doesn't stick up. She like lames. I think. I think to make herself feel better. Safari lame because we saw his dick. Safari got a big dick, but he a lame, bro. But so, did you see his dick? A lot of that shit cancels out, yeah, bro. Yeah, it doesn't cancel mm. out because, bro, I be fucking lames with big dicks, but cuffing them for 10 years? No. Well, she was a lame. <laughs> we don't cuff what? lames, bro. <laughs> I mean, here's a weird <laughs> thing person's about trash. <laughs> I feel like it took someone else. Like, she was so different to us at first, but there was no one else there. So, like, mm-hmm. it just kind of clouded whether she was lame or not. There was all of this hair and That's these wigs. That's a good point. She and, was and she's, our, yeah. she's, she's a great rapper. So, it just clouded the fact that she's a cornball because we never got to see she, it until she actually got hell. upset. But you but know I, a lot of celebrities are cornballs. Oh, it's all I mean, celebrities, sure. yeah. like, oh, celebrities are cornballs. Yeah. Oh, that's why Tyrese I'm like, is a cornball bitch. for crying yeah. like Ray that. Ray J a cornball. So he bitch. The game is the biggest cornball. Let's. The game is I want to tell you something about Ray J. I went Uh-oh. to this party Uh-oh. Ray J hosted <laughs> this weekend in L.A. That nigga was walking around with that Bluetooth bitch. What do you mean the Bluetooth? That, blue, actual, that, that Bluetooth? Oh, that he, is he somebody, 47-year-old uncle? I Did he have open-toe so sandals on, too? Mad. <laughs> and a white linen suit? Right. <laughs> with the slats. I couldn't even believe it. I was wow. watching him, and I'm just like, God damn it. Wow. It wasn't an ear pod? No. The ear pod? No, it's different. It was, this, it was like blinking blue and shit. What are you no, doing? They still sell, though. It's really bad, bro. But he's another one. Lame. Lame. Got a big, got a big dick, though. We all saw that. That. Okay, would you and rather have Ray J or Safari? Safari did. Me too. Way bitch. nicer, bitch. Give me that Jamaican dick. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm Ray J personality right now. But for the people who like head, though, I bet you Ray J give way better head than Safari. I mean, Jamaicans don't be giving head Ray, in real life. He, Ray J seems like he has a more giving personality. Like, well, he would just, something. you know, like, I feel like you could tell how a man would, you know. He pushed that bitch in the pool. This shit got me tight. Oh, he did push that. He did push Princess in the pool. Never mind. Yeah, uh, take it all back. Yeah, take it back. Let's go my way. Hold on, so, you got cue cards again, bitch? Bitch, I always have oh, ideas. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I told, told her what we was going to talk about so she could have I'm her a points resident, ready, I'm bitch. a resident nerd, you know. Hey. hey. So we're going to start this episode off with a kink of the week. Mm-hmm. And the kink of the week for this week, just because I don't want to leave the fellas out of anything, this kink is specific to men. Um, the kink is called liquidophilia. Um, no, it's not the pushing of the water that Weezy enjoys when she wants to get drowned. Oh my but god! I'm sorry, I know I bring it up a lot. I know I, be, I, be, I just be joking with your ass. She be throwing me, you be waterboarding me, bitch. I know, time. bitch. Maybe it's maybe it's a fetish of mine. It's a fantasy. <laughs> I, I think I want to just dump your head in the toilet. No, no. <laughs> so the, the the king this week is called liquidophilia. This is a fetish held by guys who find it a turn-on to immerse their genitals into various liquids. This does tend to be exclusive to males simply because... Oh my because... God, American Pie, bro. The movie. What is that what he did? He, he, he put was, his dick he was... in the jelly. In the, in no, the in the pie. pie. In the, what was it, like a cherry pie? Yeah, right? it's a different consistency of liquid, but it's liquid. I mean, is the vagina not the same? So this is the thing. It says that... <laughs> it's pink, but... It says that it, this is exclusive to males simply because it's only guys that have necessarily external equipment to immerse. Yeah. Um, liquidophilia doesn't work especially well without the right equipment. Um, varying liquids are used to create varying effects to back this up. Although it would seem most liquid liquidophiles 
use water. We guess taking a bath would be highly erotic for such people. Apparently, any liquid can be used. It has also been claimed that some liquidophiles have a preference for liquids that resemble bodily secretions. Examples would be yogurt and milk. Um, as a footnote, oh, and then they just add some other fetishes that are based. I could understand it. fucking yogurt. More. I would think every man would be a liquidophilia because nobody enjoys a dry vagina. I just feel like no, that's that the best sense. kind of moisture and liquid there is. I wonder if they do that shit in jail. So probably no. They probably have a very low amount of. They probably want all the liquid that they can have. They're not going to waste it on their dick. I don't know. I don't know. Right. Times get times get tough. <laughs> What's a what? balloon pussy? What's oh, balloon pussy? We about to balloon I'm pussy about in to jail. Learn something I never thought I would know. Oh my god! Is balloon pussy? Look it up. Well, Did you know I'm on my love okay. after lockup shit. Let so me so, so while Weezy looks this up, I want to mm-hmm. list other water-based fetishes. Aquaphilia, um, which is what we talked about, is a sexual arousal from water and or watery environments. Albutophilia so is sexual arousal from water. And then you have other sexual arousals from baths and showers, arousal from floods, sex in a bathtub, sex underwater, as well as the use of water spray from a bidet as a genital sexual stimulant for women while masturbating. Um, I can see that. Yeah, that, that one makes <laughs> Very sense. Very much so. <laughs> That's why they got them in Europe. We thought it was just because it was fancy. And then there's also <laughs> something called water bondage, which is what you would assume it to be. Yeah. Did you find this... Gel balloon I, shit. Okay. I didn't. I don't find. I don't know the exact recipe. But there's a, re- it's a recipe. <laughs> the, all I can see is there's this YouTube called "How to Make a Vagina in Prison," and I see a can of soda next to him and a glove. So <gasps> wait, it's a glove. <gasps> what? I a, a latex glove or like a any glove? It looks What's like. What, what the matter, bitch? Yeah, I they probably don't. It's a le- I mean, yeah, I'm I mean like a dishwashing glove. I was thinking of the dishwashing glove. Okay, I mean, it could be no leather glove. I don't know. No, it ain't gonna be there's a leather glove. Got leather. It's not jail. a there's a Vice article called "If You Build Her, You Will Come." <laughs> I call my rubber glove artificial vagina Susie. Um, yeah, one of my favorite things to do in the whole wide world, in jail at least, is to fuck rubber gloves. I call my rubber glove Susie. Um, she calls, oh, it's a she loves me. It's a rubber <laughs> glove. Oh, God, somebody white wrote this, and I definitely bone her sweet and tender. Yeah. Boning is definitely WPS. Oof. Okay. I don't think so. I let's mean. learn. It's called a Fifi. I see, aka a Fifi. Maybe niggas call it Fifi. Wait, is that is that what that song was? Oh, from Vaseline Ma- uh, from and Hot Water. Vaseline. Oh. So basically, no. what you do is it says um, something to wrap around the gloves to create a vagina-like tightness. Um, so you use a towel slightly rolled up like the gloves, or even a cheap. This is a homemade flashlight. That's a, mm-hmm. Two gloves serve as pussy yep. walls. It's a homemade with flesh hot mm-hmm. water to tie them at the wrist. Um, you delicately position them. There's you use a few gloves, baby oil or lather it up like Vaseline, and you basically fuck the gloves. Ew! This it's, is one hundred percent a homemade. Keep Susie yeah. up in the microwave. Ugh! <laughs> one of my prison pals wakes up every four a.m. to give Susie a bone. What? Dog, I'm Look, it's yeah. a vagina that's not attached to a voice. That's exactly what it is. And <laughs> apparently a, men have been trying all these different ways <laughs> to make that. Right. The robot Maybe it feels like a blow-up oh, doll, shit. though, because a blow-up doll is technically a balloon. Yeah. It is. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and get into our vanilla shit this week, and I'm very excited for the vanilla shit. I found this article, um, and it's something that I've been wanting to talk about um, just because as someone who has, I would say, multiple partners and someone who talks to a lot of friends mm-hmm. who are have actual boyfriends 
or girlfriends, I wanted to talk about toxic relationships. So I found this article. Um, it's from markmanson.net. It's a blog. So shout out to Mark for this. Actually, it went into six toxic relationship traits that people think are normal. Um, and this is very like common for us to be in toxic relationships without knowing that we're in oh, toxic absolutely. relationships. Yes. Um, so there are actually six. And between the, um, the three of us, I definitely want to dig in to these six relationship um, toxic traits that you could have. The first one is the relationship scorecard. The keeping score phenomenon is when someone you're dating continues to blame you for past mistakes you made in the relationship. Mm -hmm. If both people in the relationship do this, it it devolves into what I call the relationship scorecard, where it becomes a battle to see who has screwed up the most over the months or years, and therefore who owes the other one more. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate when people start tallying. You start yeah. tallying, well, you did this, mm-hmm. so this is why I did this. Or when you do something wrong, you compare it to not being as bad as what they did yes. another time. You're, you're digging in the grave. That's you resurrect exactly what you But a lot of people only know that because their families did that. So if you saw your, yeah, a lot of parents, you know, look, a lot of people's mamas did that. Fathers did it. Throw stuff from six, seven, eight, ten, twenty. You shaking your head real hard. Years ago, back <laughs> yeah, in your face. Point. So if that's what you know, that. that's your that's your normal. We you don't even I mean, conflict like and arguments like that's sometimes a learned thing, right? You have to like we mm-hmm. we have that energy around us. So it's kind of like bad kids in school, right? It's always like a quote unquote problem in the home. Like yeah. watching conflict and learning arguments and shit mm-hmm. like that is something that it's that's also your something that yeah. you think of. It's. It's something you're doing mentally without noticing it. But what you're doing is, like you said, with the tallies, you're literally keeping track of all these awful things this person did Mm. so that when you guys get into maybe an argument or something that shouldn't even be an argument, maybe it's just a disagreement. Now, all those bad things that they did in the past, you're now bringing up, even if they're things that you necessarily said that you've gotten over or I forgive you. Right. You really didn't. And actually there was a study. We talked about it um, a couple weeks ago on our show, but um, it says that people who have the most success in relationships are people who focus on the good. So if you Mm -hmm. focus on what your partner does, that's good. And you, you know, say, I thank you for that. or appreciate you for that. Like those are the people that have longevity. Showing gratitude is a great thing. I'm not going to lie. That's, something that I've been even doing in the relationship with Wheezy, like trying to get over the past arguments, the past things that have bothered me with her. And when there, when there is a good time for us, just looking at, Oh, well, this actually worked out well. We did a good job. Yeah. The the live show in DC. I was just about to say, I think what made her so great too was like, DC is great. We, we both had our friends around us Mm -hmm. and it's, it's funny because, you know, your friends share your energy. My mm-hmm. friends are always going to team me, team be team me before her. Mm-hmm. So knowing that me and Mandy are in a good place, much like one of her girlfriends she brought, they were we were all able to be happy. Yeah. You know, everyone's smiling at each other, and so just vibes all around were great. Yeah. And when you're, I think it's just to be around people that really want you to win is a dope thing too. And when you find it, hang on to that yeah. because you, to. Yeah. you don't get a lot of those. You don't. That, you know. Another, it's, it's very easy to have a good time at a live show because people around there, it like, is, it's good they energy. come just for you. Yeah, and they're just so happy and all of that love. I think the only thing with holding on to the good in relationships is. I still like this old school way of 
sometimes writing down all of the good and all of the bad when testing whether something will work or not. Oh, yeah. No, you see, I don't think you turn a blind eye to the, no, you that's don't, just straight foolishness. And if there's enough bad, you got to go. Like, but your eyes got to be open. If yeah. it's something where you've had a discussion and this is something you're supposed to have been moved you past from, don't, you put it to bed and you don't, don't bring it up. it up in the future. Yeah, um, exactly. So moving on to number two, one of the other um, toxic traits in relationship is dropping hints and other passive aggression um, that is that can be coming. So this would be mm. instead oh, of you want to start- go to the store like you went to the store with that bitch. Right. Or instead of <laughs> stating a desire or thought overtly, your partner tries to nudge you in the right direction and try to figure it out. Basically, yeah, you try women. to give hints and you expect them to read your mind mm-hmm. on what you're thinking. And when they don't read your mind, you, mean, then you, you become angry. frustrated. It makes you angry. But you know why women do that. Why do women do that? We're not- explain, explain that because I'm sure the men want to know why women do that. Because women, men are socialized to go for what they want. Men, women are socialized to be nice. It's not always nice to say what you want. So if you're not socialized to be assertive, how can you go into a relationship and tell somebody what you want? You're too nervous about, is he going to like me? Mm. So I'm going to be passive aggressive and give you hints and be angry when you don't catch the hint. Damn. I think we do need to give a little more of That's a how thought we from, from the time they're little girls. We're, the, not, yeah. we're not vocal enough when things aren't wrong to when the buildup happens. Now you're angry. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. as much as I never hold water, my ex used to say, he used to say that it's the worst thing about you, but also the best. Mm. He's like, you've never looked at me and been kind of mad. He's like, you're either upset and you tell me why. He's like, there's never this thing like, what's up with you? You're not going to tell me? Because yeah. I can't. Yeah, yeah. That's a You know, thing like, though, we should honestly. not be holding anything. Yeah. Not only that, something else that they mentioned that women do, and if you're listening to this, this might be something you may want to change about yourself. <laughs> Um, basically, instead of saying what's actually upsetting you, what you do is you find small and petty ways to piss your partner off, so you'll then feel justified in complaining to them. Rude. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> yes. Has the, have you never done that before? That you, you, you sit here and something yes. is frustrating you, so what you do is you sit here and piss them off, so now that they're mad at you, so now you feel like there's a reason for y'all both to be mad at each other. Yeah, like, I think that you can be enough of a bitch to where somebody will then be frustrated with you, and then you can feel like it's okay enough to unleash it. Of course. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't do that too often. I really don't. I think too men do that sometimes. Too often more than you should at all. <laughs> yeah, God damn. I, I, I can't really count many times I've ever done that. I'm just, and maybe it's our show now. I don't know. I can't think to like old times, but like I'm really communicative. Like if you don't like it too fucking bad. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I feel like I'm over communicative so that when you don't text me back or I feel like you're not giving me enough communication, uh-huh. that's where I have a problem because I feel like things need to just be said all the motherfucking time. <laughs> when and you if don't not, text me back. And if you're not saying enough, nigga, like, there's the problem. No. I realize there how much I talk recently. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at High5Casino.com. High Five Casino.
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku Streaming Experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular, all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. I went on a date with this dude, um, the one I met at that party. And it was really late, and we were both tired, and we were right by my place. Mm-hmm. So we got to my door, and I was like, look, I want to, like, talk about something with you. And he, like, looked a little annoyed that I was bringing it up. I was like, I'm, I will invite you up. You're welcome to sleep over. But, like, I'm really not trying to have sex. I have a flight in the morning very early. I'm really not on that vibe right now. So I want you to know if you're in my home and in my bed, that's not what I'm interested in. So. And he's like, yeah. he's like, no, 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 no. We ain't got to talk about this. I know, I know. And I'm like, no, but you don't know. I'm letting you know. Yes. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You think I'm just saying that and then you could end up in my bed and touch me and I'm not going to want it. You, we just had this that conversation on so That's shameless. perfect. Did yeah. you? Like, That's perfect. So, and, and this is going to veer away from the conversation real quick, but with having two strong personalities in the room, I do want to have the conversation. So we had the conversation on So Shameless with Tahoe, and Tahoe sat here and said two things that were problematic during the conversation. Mm -hmm. One, he said he felt that if he was having sex with a woman, everything was a go. And I said, no. absolutely It is not. not. He brought up to where choking may be a thing he just does, again, without having the conversation first. Not knowing that could be triggering to some women, but he felt like if a woman says yes to sex, she says yes to everything during sex. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, that doesn't work. The other thing that was brought up is just what you brought up. He said that women will sit here and invite men over Mm -hmm. and in a code way. He said what you said would be code because you weren't comfortable by saying you just wanted to fuck. So I, I told him, did. right. Creepy. And so this is the thing. I have conversations a lot where I just want the companionship of a man. So I'll invite someone over and I say very bluntly, if I'm, I'm inviting you over because I want your company, I do not want to have sex tonight. Mm-hmm. And he said that his take on that is a woman just may not want to seem like she wants to have sex. Absolutely not. So he Mm -hmm. comes over and tries, and I said, this is my problem with feeling uncomfortable in my own home. I'm inviting a man over, saying that I want company. The last thing I want to do is feel like I have to push someone off of me. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you women, that is that something that you feel as adults is something that we can't do? Is it something that as adult women, we just can't invite a man over without them automatically thinking that? around wanting sex with women. Right, and men understand that, mm-hmm. mm. so they assume that by us saying that we're trying to cover up something. Just much like we use, oh, I'm so tipsy, but we might not be that drunk. We just right. want you to think that's why we're coming over. Mm-hmm. By the way, I realized something um, from that night. So the day before I left for LA, I haven't had in a very long time intimacy in that way right. before sex. And I realized how much I enjoyed it. Like, mm-hmm. to me, it is kind of weird to, like, cuddle so much like that before sex. You know, right. I, could, I could feel his dick. But 
I will say I enjoyed it a lot. I liked how much we were touching and like kind of just and flirting. Sex. Yeah. It was it made it more exciting for me. Like I thought about him all that morning. I thought about how I might be ready for sex now. Like we don't really experience intimacy all the way until sex. But and the, that's the thing. A lot of women are negotiating trying to get that intimate access to that intimacy but what they end up with is the sex instead instead because they right. don't know how to negotiate just for the intimacy and that's kind of the hard but part also for a tip to men mm-hmm. i don't know if they realize how sexy it is if i sit here and say i just want you to come over and watch tv with me and you really can do that if you really do that say you enjoyed my company and leave honey i'm probably gonna want to invite you over and want to fuck you the Bro, next I time felt the same and way. honestly yes, the guys fact that he that was impressed not pressing me Oh, but so any man who knows anything about seduction, any man that's got some experience, knows that. You're right. These niggas don't be knowing. But these, these, you know what I mean? If he's only dealt with women that basically turned over and was like, okay, daddy, like, then he doesn't know that. But if he but you know really what, though, has I've been experienced his that game, he knows in older that. men. Um, older men, exactly. He, he was, yeah, like, he, he is older. <laughs> but I, I find that oh, they're able to take their time a little bit more because right. with that experience, you understand what women like and what yes. they don't. And a way I believe to make a woman really comfortable is to know that she's making the, ch- the choices, that you are not putting them on me, that yep. I'm making the choice to have sex with you, that I want to get fucked. I I, mm-hmm. I don't I didn't tell you this. This was kind of the ending of it. But the guy that I met at Angelie's birthday party. Damn, um, we both talking about a nigga oh, from Angelie's yeah. birthday. Thank so, you, Angela. Apparently, this so, was the party. Right. <laughs> no, it was mad niggas. Mad niggas. niggas. But the guy, I actually ended that. He came over to talk because we just weren't seeing eye to eye on a couple things and what we wanted and how we felt. And so he came over and we had mad, you know, we talked in the living room. And I was pretty much getting tired. I was off of his vibe. And before he left... He literally asked me, you invited me over and didn't have any plans of having sex with me? See, that's also men feeling entitled. No, he didn't. I 100% Mm -hmm. swear to God, this is what this man said. And I listened and I said, (laughs) I didn't want sex tonight. You offered to come over. I wanted the company and I felt like we needed to talk and those Mm -hmm. things needed to be said face to face. No, I didn't invite you over with any intent of having any sex with you. I'm actually not horny tonight. Didn't want sex. Just wanted to be able to talk to you face-to-face and you offered to come up to the Bronx. And yeah, he felt that, damn, I came all the way up here. He tried it. Yes, you did. He tried it. Right, and so I think it's that entitlement with men. Just to even, when you give them the space to be with you, they feel entitled. And this is what I mean by, and I I always keep going back to it, Mandy, I know you don't want to, the Aziz Ansari thing, because we we do need to have more instances and realize that nightcaps can be common without sex and we should like I think men need to just start believing women when they vocalize that they don't and take her word for that right if she really has to say that she probably isn't as comfortable right whether she lied or not there's something in her that didn't want her to do it Mm -hmm. like I would love to start having people over just for dinners and a little bit of chill and you leave you know when I go to dinner at 7 30 or I think I went to do with that dinner with this dude at 8 I didn't really want to be outside in the cold at 1030. Right. But I had to just go to another bar just to enjoy your company some more. And not more. be in near so your bedroom. Assuming yes. that if I take you in my house, now you think it's something else. No, I wanted to sit on my couch and enjoy you. Right. But I agree. No. Yeah. I, I just, I, I really wish that that would be a thing that, that could change when it comes to men. And especially being an adult where we all have our own homes now, like mm-hmm. just being comfortable and not feeling like you're going to have to push a nigga off. You just like, you have to like a over. private sca- space can be very scary for women. I mean, shit. Um, damn, I wouldn't even say nothing. But Sunday, my flight was at 11. Right. 
one of my friends had a hotel. It was a W close to the airport. And I had some time to kill after filming with Shan. Mm -hmm. He invites me over. And he showed me something on his phone. There was two beds in the hotel room, which made me get in that bed. Mm -hmm. And the second I did, he was like on me. I literally had to say the words because I was like, stop. I was like, no. And he kept going. And I was like, you can't say it like that. I had to say, I don't (laughs) want you to touch me. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, wow, okay. And I'm like, why did it take me to say that? I took your hand off of my chest. But not only that, I'll get into saying, um, and so we're going to cut this list in half. We're only going to be able to go through three. But um, I do want to sit here and say another thing that men do, and, and, and men, if you're listening, you may do this without knowing, but even the way you said he pushed off and was like, oh, okay, what a lot of men do is passive aggressively make, you make feel us bad. feel guilty and make us feel bad. Oh, absolutely. So something that happens often, because I am a very blunt person, if I don't want to have sex, I'm going to tell you, listen, I don't want to have sex tonight. Some the, the reaction that I get often is, Oh, so you think that's all I want? I can get pussy from anywhere. Da, 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 da. And then they, 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 they come off in an angry way that I sat here and insinuated, oh, I'm only going to want to fuck you. And that and works for a lot of women. And then I feel guilty for saying up front that I didn't want to fuck. Yeah, but a lot of men never learn how to date. They learn how to manipulate. And they think that's what they literally never learned, like, how to see women as human beings. They really learn to see women as objects, as objects of pleasure. And they learned how to manipulate them. They learned game, not romance. And you wonder why we all want a lot some more time. You know, like, Mm -hmm. why do you want to go on so many dates before sex? Why do you want to do this? Because we feel like at that point, there will at least be some respect established. Now, we're trying to weed you out. Let me tell you. Right. Right. In real life. (laughs) Really, me. I want you to get to packing if you're only about sex. Bye. And it's not like I'm trying to say, oh, I didn't fuck you until this date or until then. It's because I genuinely feel like we can build something a little bit better, stronger, to where you won't do shit like this. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why I do it. Yeah. Agreed. You know? So one of the so the third trait, and this is going to be the last one before we get into our horrible decision. The thir- well, the third trait is holding the relationship hostage. Um, what this means is when one when one person has a simple criticism or complaint and blackmails the other person by threatening the commitment of the relationship as a whole. Mm-hmm. For instance, for instance, if someone feels like you've been cold to them, instead of saying "I feel like you're being cold," sometimes they will say. I can't date someone who is cold to me all the time. So this is what you do. Basically, it's very (laughs) common. What you do is you sit here and threaten leaving the person instead of just effectively having the conversation and communicating what is bothering you about them. Mm -hmm. So for someone who maybe doesn't text back as much as you would like them to say, instead of just saying, listen, I would like to find a way where we can communicate differently because I really... I really need my partner to text me and let me know what they're doing to, during the day. Instead, they're going to say, well, listen, if you don't text back, I may I may just go fuck with someone else because I, others, you know, other people will give me this attention. Mm-hmm. And it's very it's a very toxic trait to constantly Bro, make, when niggas talk to me like that, they do. They do. You oh, can't, they, I was oh, just I thinking them. in my go head, I was go, like, go, 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 bye, bye. Yes. <laughs> when you love something, you don't threaten it. You so Ooh, the fact that, that you are threatening me means is already due time for you to go. Right. That's I it. agree. And, and I feel like 
both but both men and women do oh, they this, do. I yeah, feel that's like. not this even a gender thing. This isn't really a gender-specific yeah. trait. Women do it too. Women mm-hmm. do it too. They'll sit here and say, oh, you don't think I can go and get another one? You don't think, especially bitch, when it comes to- we need to call this episode, read me like a book, bitch. <laughs> you know how many people are going to be listening to this right now, but their face is real tight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and, and it's really toxic. So people may think that their relationship is healthier than what it really is. Mm-hmm. And these are things that you need to look into. If you are a patron, I'll post this to Patreon so that you can look into the other- um, um, three toxic traits of relationships. I will say what they are, but we won't dig into them. But one is blaming your partner for your own emotions, mm. displays of jealousy, and thinking that jealousy means you love you love them more because mm. you don't want to see them around other people of mm. the opposite sex. Ugh. And the last one is something that you ain't gonna get if you're dealing with a broke nigga. But <laughs> buying the solutions to problems. So instead of communicating with your partner, you think a gift is going to. <laughs> I'm over here thinking about that. Saying, I'm thinking about that one. Buy your shit. Mm. I'm like, I mean. Well, if the I'm, relationship oh, is on the rocks I'll be already, be my new wife, let me get a few really gifts in. <laughs> you see the time? I mean, I, my, I mean I'm, I'm upset. I ain't going to hold you. Let I think that's what it. Kobe Bryant did with that whole oh, white girl and devil bought oh, that bitch a rock. That shit was. Let me ask that's y'all. Co- that's, that's actually he trying that's to blind absolutely what shit. that was, actually. Can you be blinded with gifts from a fuck nigga? Yes. So we yeah. say this all the time, yes. that that's why women who deal with rich, wealthy niggas, them niggas is able to get away with shit. Oh, there's a higher pain thing. tolerance. Absolutely. Because the thing is, like, at the end of the day, I'm getting something. I am actually getting you, something. You'd rather leave in a in a Rolls Royce or, or I'd rather, I rather I don't I rather cry in a Rolls Royce than cry in a beat up Honda Civic. Hey, exactly. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I had a moment this weekend. I was staying at this super nice hotel um, in L.A. The Beverly. Whitney mm-hmm. died there. <laughs> not that uh, can you not? And it's the anniversary. Oh, Ooh, I was in the hotel Whitney died in. No, but like that's like, how people know who it. Who says that? I, I go like I go like. Every time I walk into Quad Studios, this is where Tupac got shot. Okay. Oh so? <laughs> like, can we not? I go front. The second I walked in, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> anyway, I would be feeling something. You're from New Jersey. You know, so I like, she's a Jersey girl. I, while I was in there, right, like, it's this super bougie hotel, and it's five star, and I'm like, damn, this is so nice. And then I had a, this immediate moment of feeling lonely, right, because I was there alone. So I started to cry, and then I started. Dog, to, hold on, this is but then I he started to laugh because in the middle of me crying, I'm like, "Damn, y'all, I'm in this robe, and they just delivered steak. Like, this is good." <laughs> you an actress? She said she started to cry, then she started to right. laugh. No, I was like, really, "Ooh, no!" Because I was like, "Bitch, I'm really upset, bitch." Is you bipolar? <laughs> no, like sometimes <laughs> you, you have to. You need to channel you, that emotion into a script. When I when I cry, I have to really like assess it after I'm like feeling it, right? And I'm like. What are my feelings? I try to sort it through them while I'm crying. And then I just took a look around me and I was like, it is nice to cry in luxury, dog. I ain't going to exactly. lie. It is. It, it really is. is. So I guess, I've been, I guess the gifts I've been broke do kind of work. Because it's still toxic, though, guys. It's still toxic. It's still toxic, but, but it's still something tangible. Give me a gift versus the promise that maybe one day you might think about possibly marrying me. I'd rather have the gift yeah, than the right. promise. Yeah. Not saying that like it will buy my affection, but it'll help. No, but I'll take the gift. So I'm exca- I'll be like this. You still ain't shit. But thank you. This thank is you. Cute. I hate you. So guys, the horrible decision for this week <laughs> is going to be on the hookup culture and motherfucking casual sex. Mm. Um, especially with all of us dating, giving our numbers out, um, having multiple partners, speaking to men, even what we like some, we don't like some, or even just feeling the need to keep our options open at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this I'm actually gonna play um a snippet of audio. 
Um, this is going around on Twitter. It's rather hilarious. But this kind of sums up some of our woes in the casual hookup dating culture. So. Melvin, uh, oh, I texted you last night. You never responded back. Um, if you didn't want me to have your number, why did you give it to me? That was kind of like dumb as hell. You seem like you're one of these little young, dumb-minded broads. You got your little rinky-dink minimum wage job at Marshall's, and you think you're the bomb and ain't even a firecracker wearing wigs like you some 90-year-old lady with no hair. I mean, I thought you had a nice face and body, but... Beyond that, there's so many chicks in San Diego with that, and I got plenty of them, so I'm not about to be chasing you around. I mean, unless you're mentally retarded or something, normally when somebody calls or texts you that you gave your number, you respond back. So I guess you're too retarded to realize that. So I'm going to just go ahead and delete your number. Bye, nigga. Let me tell you. Don't you be s- Melvin. So do not be Melvin. <laughs> but Melvin spent how long was that long ass message? At like thirty. At least a minute. You sweating her. I know you saying, "Oh, she ain't all that. She wearing wigs." But apparently, you like that because you still sweating her. Wig- if you really didn't care, you would have been like delete and moved on to all the women you the supposedly have. Why not women that? allegedly have. I will say call. we've said this multiple times. There are women who have been shot and killed for not giving niggas a number. Oh, absolutely. Orlando, we were not, right? for not yet, responding to a cat call. We honestly will give our, and, and I honestly feel like, thank God, um, Steve Jobs and this Apple for giving the block feature. Oh, praise uh, God. Because a lot of people caught on to that fake number that we used to have back mm-hmm. in the day. They knew it was a fake number, bitch. You remember, you, you have been giving the reject hotline. Yeah, <laughs> That the comedian did when he was like, she was like, oh, I'm going to call your phone. I'm going to call your phone. Why it ain't ringing? Come on, <laughs> No. And, well, and that's my phone. My phone's not on. That's what guys off. do now. And mm-hmm. so I, I wanted to just bring that up because, unfortunately, with dating um, multiple people, you do give your number out, whether mm-hmm. it's on a dating site, whether you meet someone at a grocery store. Um, I want to give you guys the actual definition um, of hookup culture. It is one that accepts and encourages casual sexual encounters, including one-night stands and other related activity without necessarily including emotional bonding or long-term commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's something that we are in. We actually often on this show um, boast about casual sex, um, meeting people, and maybe even being able to have sexual encounters without the emotional connection. I know I've mentioned that. Mm-hmm. You do like more of the emotional connection. But I wanted to bring up where this started mm. um, and how, although we sit here and preach about it, how many women don't like it and how it actually stemmed from feminists wanting yeah. to take hold of their sexuality Mm -hmm. and not be shamed for it. And now it's kind of a narrative that we're pushing on to women, even though we all still low-key want commitment. Yeah. We all low-key have these emotions. I don't know if we want commitment more than we want to feel stable with something. For example, Mm -hmm. like, I don't expect real serious monogamy or commitment from, like, the lovers I have, right? But, like, Mm -hmm. I would at least want something not nec- I don't even know if commitment's the word, but just knowing respect. that re- respect, um, okay. honesty, which also could be known as commitment, mm-hmm. or you know, a bitch 
seeming like she's tripping just for me to know that there's some stability in what we have. Yeah. I don't like people that aren't really consistent. And consistent okay. can honestly mean you text me once a week. But I like some kind of <laughs> consistency in mm. something. Like yeah. like I said, I have people that I'm sleeping with casually. I don't need everyday shit. I don't need every other day shit. Some of them just need to be once in a blue. But like, mm-hmm. I like to know that I w- you won't go disappearing on me. I like some kind of, I guess, commitment. Yeah. Do- it doesn't have to necessarily right. be as serious as everybody thinks. But what's the incentive for the man? And that's the issue. There's no incentive. If you think about what sex does, if you think about it in terms of like a marketplace, sex makes vagina very cheap. There's no investment. You don't have to put in time. You don't have to put in What do you mean? Marriage. For sex? Yeah, you don't have to invest time. You don't have to invest attention. You don't really have to invest I, I think marriage. it depends on what that it person wants what too. The, what, oh, it does. So that's why it's not about the sex. It's about the culture. Right. Because that's individual to, yeah. sex is like you may want it just as much as I do and we part ways and I feel good and you feel great and I'm liberated to have that experience. That's the beautiful thing. The unfortunate thing is it's happening in a culture where patriarchy and sexism still exists. Yes. So even though you're liberated to participate in these relationships, men are still having the upper hand because most often in hookup relationships, a lot of women will be sexually loyal to one man who has a harem of women. Mm. The man is determining when it happens. The man often determines where it happens. The man often determines if it happens. The man is offering, often determining the terms of which it happens. So you didn't escape anything. Like and, anything. And what right. you're saying is something I just had a conversation with. So a male from my past came back. Um, and he was scared at where I was in my mind and what essentially I wanted out of him Mm -hmm. because essentially what he wanted out of me was the sexual aspect of our relationship that we had so many years ago, Mm -hmm. but feelings got involved. He's like, I don't want you to hate me anymore, but this Mm -hmm. is what I'm, what I have to offer to you. And my literal retort back to him was exactly what you just said. I said, listen. I enjoy that you're into the kinky things that I would be into. That's the only reason why I'm even entertaining this, because Mm -hmm. I feel like you're someone who can satisfy that part of my sexual space. However, I will not move forward or want to engage in this if the only time I get to see you is when you're telling me to hop on a plane, you're telling me you're coming to my city, or I literally have to wait for your call. Exactly. So you're not if, even really if, getting... Then what am it. I getting if I can't right. get you when I want you? Then and how is that thing, satisfying your needs? That's an issue I've also had with 24-7, and we've been having that conversation too. Like, mm-hmm. it's not fair that I can't fuck you when I want to fuck you. I have to wait on your call. Ta-da. I have to wait on your availability. <laughs> People love to flex how much that's the point. That is the point. And, and that I hate that. Nobody and that's gets. the thing. As, as someone who's super busy mm-hmm. right now, it's coming to the point where not only do I feel like I need you to respect me in a sexual way, but respect what I'm doing as a hardworking woman. With, with me and Weezy being on tour, we literally aren't we can't even do a shoot that we want to do together because we're like, bro, bitch, we're, we're booked a magazine for the next- wants to Listen. do an editorial, bruh. Yes. We can't even find for like, one day that the next we're available two and a half, three for months. eight hours. Booked and busy and blessed. One day for oh, eight hours. That's a good problem yes. to have. So between work, between the tour, <laughs> She between- said, well, maybe we could do, literally, Mandy was like, we're, we can do April. That's literally. I said April. Bitch, it's the first week but of you, February. But you can't be too available. <laughs> no. Well, the, and that's the thing. So right They'll now. Wait. So, But I've been to where I've been able to be available with a previous job. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, my nigga. Like, I am not available. And so to me, it's also becoming to where my time is so much more valuable yes. than anything the fuck else. I yes. had a guy text me recently. Or no. I think I texted him. I'm like, hey, where you been? 
And he's like, oh, you always do that to me. And he sent me a wink and he put, I'm busy, babe. You? I said, you're busy? Question mark. LOL. He said, what you trying to say? I sent him then all of my travel dates and all of like my entire calendar yeah. on Google. So you could see how full <laughs> each Google day was. Yeah. <laughs> like it was literally a screenshot of it. And I said, Hilarious. who's busy? Right. Nigga, the fuck you talking about? Right. Don't you know. But it, it's also it's a, a, a way that I feel like just <clears throat> men don't respect women who really be working. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something they I want to leave that shit. They don't believe your grind is as much as there. No. So I wanted to bring up something that has also affected us with getting into this hookup culture mm-hmm. is apps and online dating. Yeah. As well as reality TV. Um, and that's where all of these dating games came where you're looking for love yes. and you have all of these options. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It is the illusion. And in some ways you do have more options, but the thing is men and women have more options just that men are socialized to actually pursue those options and women frequently will remain loyal to a man. I know that's, that's why that's why her. all these motherfuckers mad at Lori Harvey. I love it. She was, I don't <laughs> think any single woman should be dating one person, especially unless he has is it. unless he is yours. I like was, it is she an got established this, she got committed the best start relationship. She, look at her dad's fucking book. She's yes. just going by what the fuck he's saying. And you know we're I mean? not going to talk about her mama. Her mama really is the one. Ma- now, let me tell you who, who, yes. Her mama. That's the word. Mama talk. Mama, mama talk, talk baby her. Because uh, she's one of the best. So, with casual <clears throat> dating, I <clears throat> wanted to bring up this word that is now very common, what it means. Um, and it's a term that we may have used very often called ghosting. Yeah. Ghosting for many is when you simply stop messaging the other person or returning their texts and essentially disappear from their lives. Mm-hmm. And it just feels practical. You know why it feels bad, though? Because, number one, we have three human instincts. They're basic instincts. Go to ahead. love, mm-hmm. to attach, and to have sex. So mm-hmm. when you're ghosting, it, first of all, asks for two of those instincts, <laughs> to have sex and to attach. But it also makes you feel like you've been exploited and in a way you have, because a man can just have sex with you. And when he decides he's done, dispose you, which is what hookup culture does. It makes women disposable. Mm. It makes women, t- it turns women into Tupperware. Then you feel like now you're sitting there and you're like, oh, shit, I feel used. And the one thing about like when you said the definition, you said it's like a culture where sex is an attached to emotion. Well, when you love things, you don't exploit them. Mm. So one of the issues of, d- of taking sex away from emotion is then it really does then you realize, like, all I got was dick. I didn't get anything else. I got, I didn't get commitment. Some girls out here didn't even get back. Like, yo, you got nothing. But some, some of them, dick. yeah, but <laughs> that's, that's all you want. Sometimes you don't even get food. Sometimes you get, literally, <laughs> literally. But 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 you to have to reclaim that though. Like, yes, you have to know mouth. that when you are just getting fucked, that you have to be the one to have made that choice. You should yeah. be calling for the dick. That's kind of why I even said, like, I almost like inviting dudes to my. I don't even want to feel like. Because I know your point. You've said, like, I like going to your house because I can leave. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like being in my... Oh, no. I mean, that's only with 24-7. Anyone else that I've dealt with, you have to On come to me. Because then I, I, like have to to just, I like to just be able to fall asleep in my bed and you leave. You leave, yeah. You, know, you, you call in the Uber, you're out. Like, I like to be in the, the confines of my own home. I also just feel really comfortable in my own space. Yes. I feel also more in control um, going to other people's houses. You never know who's going to be there. You don't know it's escape routes, bitch. Like, and you don't know what go- if he's one of those dudes that feels like he has the right to do whatever it is he wants to do to you. Like, right, you don't know. Right, He might right. turn into, you know, Dr. Jekyll once the door closes. He so, will. So do you guys, <laughs> have you guys ghosted anyone? 
I ghosted a guy that was like stalking me and he continued to stalk me. So, but beyond that, um, no. And see, I feel like I have, I'm one of those that, um, don't text back when you don't vibe. I just, once I don't vibe, you won't get, you won't get a text. You won't get a follow back. I will do the, I'll I'll be the one to, okay, LOL and short word you to death. Will you just tell them? I'm one of those. I mean, I will. Eventually, like, if I feel like someone just really likes me, I'll let them know. Listen, I'm yeah. very, very busy. My time means a lot. And I just don't feel like you're trying enough. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't feel anything, which is what I told the guy that I met at Angela's party. Like, yeah, this just, yeah, I'm not feeling that. I just tell them. And I'm not going to lie. To me, when it comes to dating and I do want a boyfriend, I do want commitment. However, the men who I have really liked and fell for, mm-hmm. it's butterflies. I don't want to leave them. Mm-hmm. I'll go out of my way to, to see them. And if you're not really making me feel that way. Yep. Then I Look, know that I need to decide what this is really going to be. You'll if it's find not that space be what I want, in the schedule. If you're not finding that space, yeah. like, ooh, I got 20 minutes between this flight. Like, if you're not finding Bitch. that space, he ain't it. Right, right. And I feel I like that's the thing, too. Like, with options, mm-hmm. Weezy and I both have all these nicknames for different people in our phones right now. And it's just like, <laughs> uh, no, we do. We, we got nicknames. I ain't even going to lie. I told my friend the other day, I got to stop telling y'all these niggas' nicknames because then I forget their names. Like, I go to text them and I. What the fuck is your name again? The only person I, I for real it. and true, forget his name and call him that. My mom even calls him that. Was Loverboy. Oh yeah, oh I forgot God. Loverboy's name. Bitch, his name is Loverboy. So it took me a minute <laughs> to figure out that twenty four seven was a dude. I, for, when you first oh, started saying, I was like, wait, yeah, twenty four seven is a guy. That's yeah, day. That's, that's day. Probably dead. Nope, that's probably dead. Actually. Oh, is he yep. dead to you or is he dead? We both kind of said. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Nah. nah. <laughs> Oh, wait. You gotta ask. See, we're talking about ghosting, deading, same shit. Is he dead to you or that nigga heart stop? <laughs> you gotta ask these days. You don't oh, know. You do. No, bitch, I ain't going to the cemetery. Okay. No, bitch. Okay. <laughs> he is a hood, nigga. You right. It was a very possible, right. like, it was very possible for you. <laughs> You're right. Because, like, if I saw a headline and saw he got shot, God forbid. Or I don't want to wish it on anybody, but I'd be like, oh, damn. Like, the same with like, Felon Bay. Whoa, yeah. Well, no, that's why every time I mention Felon Bay, oh, shit, he out. I get it. I get it. He might not really be here. He might not be present Ooh, <laughs> outside of You do need to watch Love the After Lockup. I do. <laughs> I, and I really be watching. I told you when he came over, I felt bad that I was watching Locked Up. I no, like, you weren't. Girl, and I had to, I switched to Hollow Man so goddamn quick. Because I, I felt bad. Like, I really be liking these stories, bitch. How long was he, he in there, though? Yeah. He did eight years. <laughs> <laughs> How did you meet how Girl, Tinder. That's why I won't be all swiping on these How goddamn ass no Oh, he was on Tinder after he got out. After he got oh, out. Them niggas and then, and then and while we dated, this is the thing. I met him over the summer, like in July. Bitch, by October, oh he violated parole. Oh, my God. <sighs> he violated parole, Some bitch. people just don't like freedom. And this is how I found out. I cooked him a whole <laughs> ass meal because he was going to see his PO. And, bitch, he, his messages went green when he was supposed to be over. <laughs> I was mad as fuck. Did you, did you have a feeling? I, well, yeah, he was there to see his PO, and next thing you know, he just stopped. And I'm like, nigga, I cooked. I bought what you said you wanted and everything, which made me so mad. Then finally, three days later, when his message oh still was God. green, was like, I hit up my homeboy like, you know how to look up the, the, the system? Oh, Lord. I, don't know. <laughs> I know Orlando is best. best. If he's booked. <laughs> if you guys live in Florida, yeah, bestjail.com. You can look up like literally who went in the last few days. All and, of that. Mm-hmm. And then here go, here go. My mama ain't shit. She looked it up. She's like, well, I want to see what he in there for. I'm finna find him too. She looked up his name, his height. She's like, oh. That's important. He's a little short for your... For your she <laughs> was looking out for you. My mama was looking out for yeah, me. She, she was. She was like, was nice. let me make sure it's not anything. Mm-hmm. What did he originally go to jail for? The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like to 
like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired, inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. Mm. Anyways, before we go out, of course, we're going to go ahead and get into our whole mail. Um, the whole mail for this segment is possible baby mama drama. Right. Possible, I, bitch. Possible, bitch. If oh, he got it, one, it is. <laughs> I'm just saying in spades, a possible may or may not be a book. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, we ain't teach you spades yet, huh? That's the game I got to teach you. Go fuck yourself, bitch. <laughs> you still playing Uno? Got, I'm trying to give her a black card oh. with the bitch. <laughs> what is your, what is your oh, black game of choice? You can't play <laughs> Does she play Uno? <laughs> I hate both y'all hoes. Oh, my bad, go my ahead, bad. bitch. Why don't you my go bad. inside my the bad. pink? I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> my bad. All right, y'all. So, hi, ladies. I, start listen, I, I just started listening to the podcast, and I love everything y'all represent. I am writing y'all because I'm so confused. I'm going to try to keep this as short as possible. She did a good job. So about a year ago, I went through a terrible breakup because my ex was fucking with a minor and he was 24 at the time before we got together. And turns out he got her pregnant. And when he found out she was six months pregnant and it messed me up really bad. (laughs) That was a lot. That was just the first sentence, y'all. So fast forward a few months. I met this guy on a dating app called Soul Swipe. Oh, I one day I was off of that. He's from Detroit and I'm from Chicago. So we've been talking for a year and FaceTiming nonstop. What brought us closer together is he just said he was moving to Texas in a few months for a job. And I already had plans to move to Texas after I graduate with my master's. We decided to keep in touch because we both barely know any anybody in Texas. And we made plans that we were going to have sex when I come down there, yeah. either for an interview or when I officially move in. In our text messages, he said that he is looking to settle down and is interested in me. So that leads to us sending each other pictures and videos. Fast forward to a couple of days ago, he moves to Texas by this time and been here and been there for three months. We, um, he FaceTimes me and tells me he's been going through a lot. I didn't question it because I didn't want to seem intrusive. But he said, I'll tell you since we're supposed to be humping. I hate that he used the term humping. So he says, remember I told you that I was drunk and I had sex with a girl? Well, she's pregnant. I played it cool while on the phone, but it hurt me on the inside. This goes back to hookup culture where, you know, without these commitments, these type of things happen. So I asked him, so what are you going to do? He said, be a good father, but I still want you. 
That girl don't mean anything to me. She's just a friend. But from experience, I know how this stuff goes. By going to get close for the sake of the baby, and I don't come second to no bitch. I'm not even the second child. I am the only child. So fuck I look like sharing a man. I know this sounds dumb, so my question is, should I just fuck him, then ghost him? Or should I see how this plays out with him and the baby mama and try a relationship? Or should I just remove myself from the entire situation? P.S. My ex already had a six-year-old daughter, and I didn't have no problems with that child's mother because she was in a relationship, and I've grown attached to that child. P.S.S. The dude I'm currently talking about has a felony. It's not violent, but he has a questionable past. <laughs> Is he even worth it? Because I'm 23 with two more months before I have a master's degree. I got my own place, my own car, my own, my own money. And he works at a fast food joint, but he has a bachelor's degree. Sincerely, a hoe that's not about to take another L. I'm gonna guess that masters is that that masters is not in common sense, (laughs) and they deserve each other. She gotta go ahead and take him because y'all deserve each other. I I, for a minute when he said humping, I was like throw the whole man away, and then when she got to that part about the babies, I was like, you know what, you deserve him. Go ahead, be with your type, and when you glow up and you level up in mind and spirit and body, then you go get yourself a man that don't have baby mama drama. But right now, you you no, no, sucker. I'm not, I'm not. No, go ahead. Cause she ain't. She got to get her mind right. It's funny because bro, she literally gave all of the details that she knew would make us. Ju- I'm just laid back, bro. I, I honestly <laughs> dead. I'm not dead to bed. She just talks about how great her life is going and how trash these niggas are. So, bitch, why you wrote in? Boom. You about to get a master? I'm not gonna lie. I feel this like maybe she would. You can't fu- figure this shit out, bitch. Be the master of how fucking dumb this is. <laughs> I can't. Oh, he has a bachelor's, but he works at, oh, I got my own car. You're only 23, and you about to fucking jump into this bullshit. No, she, she sounded real basic. Joint. She sounded very basic. You about to have a goddamn car seat in the back of your shit. You know very why? Because if he even got a car, he won't be able to afford it no more, because he going to have to pay for diapers and other shit. And guess what he going to do? And that's if he going to be a good mm. father in real life. You don't know. You want a nigga that ain't going to have shit? Do you know how hard it is? How expensive it is? I was out to eat with um, Erica from Good Bombs, Bad Choices, okay? We, we we had a brunch together. She told me she spends twenty four hundred dollars a month. You on, just told Patreon on that's what you spent on, oh, on food, on daycare. Oh, daycare is not a game. Oh no, it's, I've it's, worked with women who quit their jobs because yeah. what they would be paying to take care of babies is more that's than what daycare. they were making. And I'm not gonna lie, like, yeah. that's daycare. daycare. And she, her whole ass mm-hmm. kid has to have other fucking things. Thank God mm-hmm. she's affluent and can afford it. But she's like, bro, like it's no joke. No, mm-hmm. it's not. And I'm not gonna lie, even growing up. Um, in a single parent household with my two sisters, my mom literally had to decide between making a couple dollars more or staying at her pay grade just to keep 4C, Section 8, food stamps, because literally her getting a raise by even a dollar or two would make her not qualify for these things. Mm -hmm. So with 4C, we got free daycare and stuff like that, but that shit costs so much. It's really expensive. It's so So, sad that women have to really make the decision. I have a friend who didn't get promoted in her job when offered it. Because she was worried. She had three kids. Yeah. She was like, I'm so worried now I won't be able to afford To get the government assistance. Nobody has those honest questions, conversations. But I'll sit here and say, as someone who's in school to get their master's, and it's a conversation that me and Felon Bay have had. And so he just took me to the movies and he was like, man, you don't want me to be your boyfriend because I'm I'm too broke. Like, he says stuff that he, I mean, I be saying it the nice way. He's low key. Yeah. I'm like, I ain't mean it like that. I mean, you're nice. I like being around you, but I couldn't be with you. You, Chipotle won't even hire you, bro. Honey. So, like, we have those conversations. Why not? Because he's a felony. Them they, they won't say felons. No, there's, that's, I mean, that's why so many of them end up back in the system. The Yo, he need to work at Con Body. Oh, he's a trainer. I know. Yeah, he has a job in a gym. Yay. 
but it's not hit bitches. He don't make what I make, bitch. Mandy. I know. And so now he be he calling me listen, millionaire Mandy. <sighs> I'm like, chill out, because, you know, we're making all this money with the podcast. I be like, see, stop bringing up feelings. my money, man. But, you, yeah. You going to pay them $5 raising that bitch, shit Bitch, I ain't going to lie. When niggas talk to me like <laughs> that, mm-hmm. I be whipping my dick out on the table. They be like, oh, I know you good. I don't need to, I don't. I am good. I <laughs> oh, ain't staying see, with nobody in my see, hotel, I love how bitch. you say that, but, no, he knows I make way more money than him. But I let him know, I don't care if these raisinets are $20. You're buying them. I always, like, with my mom and <laughs> I have these discussions. <laughs> like, that's your money. Raisinets the money you fun. have is your money. The money I have is my money. Right, and right. what we're spending is I your I told him he needed money. to be lucky. I paid for the Uber home. I said, right. I, and I let him know in the car, oh, I, I don't do this with the other niggas, just yeah. so you know. Right. This is why he probably hate me in real life, but mm-hmm. he still come over. We enjoy each other's company. But I will say for a woman with her masters, <laughs> dating down i would say that is when Dating you know this, down when you know this guy has this many problems isn't bringing much to the table and you can literally sit here and list the accolades that you know that this man does not have why do you still want him for the women That's even listening easy. why is that a she thing? know that she knows the answer i don't know if she was hoping y'all would say something magical but she the already way knows the be answer reading motherfuckers she there's no way she thought wheezy was gonna say anything nice i don't know what she was no she knew you know, she knew I wasn't. but a but, lot of people think like, oh, I've got my master, da, 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 like I'm special. And it's like, not if you're thinking like that, girl, like, I'm glad you got your master's Ooh. clap it up. But like, just this is, oh, this is horrible. No, I'm just saying, but no, like, bitch, I wasn't you, can, me, right? you can be the most accomplished and wealthy and all that doesn't matter. But it's like that basic intrinsic value. And if you haven't figured that out Come on, yet, intrinsic. that you would even dance ass. Look, the man said humping done. Throw the whole man away. <laughs> I think Quink. the I think Trash the biggest thing to do. I'm from Florida and we say hunching. I said hunching on Shan's thing. She but said, he, he, I mean, y'all we not even hunch. really like booed up yet. Like just you know, right. he just already Listen, signed that he's your home, home girl. If your home girl yeah. asked you, if your home girl was in the same situation, mm. say what it. Would you tell her? Say it. That's it. Simple. You know when people fall in love, though, the uh, activity here we about to be nerd out for a minute. That the activity in their frontal cortex goes down. The frontal cortex obviously is where we make decisions, rational decisions, and there's a reason. It's because we have to be a little bit dumb to make babies. If we really thought about, like, <laughs> wait, you, wait, what? Uh, we gotta ev- be dumb to make babies. Evolutionary biologists call oh, the, the, say the reason bitch. say Hold the on. reason why like the activity in your like reasoning section of your brain goes down when you fall in love is because you need to be a little bit delirious to really go half on. They a baby. learn that from monkeys. Uh, I guess they learn. I don't know. That's oh, okay. the theory. You okay. know what? I sure these niggas be front, like, front really and fucking about... me in my frontal. So well, they do. men come. <laughs> they well, men do come shit. in your brain. They definitely do come. Wait, in they brain. come in when your brain. Well, when it gets really good, like it affects you. You, you your body feels good, my but whole that's frontal cortex, you, vortex, a lot of women bitch. get when they really getting it good from a man. It messes up their whole. The left and right side. Can I ask you what side? sound rational. What what side do rappers come up with rhymes? Because I told you when I get good dick, I be coming up with songs about the dick. So maybe he do be fucking me in whatever part of the brain that be making these rhymes, bitch. That, and you looking at me, I swear to God, I'm going to send you my rhymes one day. I'm going to come in here. Okay, Issa Rae. I'm going to come in here my- like me. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Crystal said when she used to watch the show, she's like, every time she does that, I be thinking of you. I swear to God, I'm one of those that be doing Yo, I love it. You be going off on your, and you're oh, by yourself in your room. You be coming up with things, bitch, off the top of the dome. Do your fucking shit sound like uh, the dude, Chris Delilia, who did Eminem? Portion driving into portion, <laughs> portion, <laughs> explosion. No, actually, my shit sounds very, very. Take a rapper. Uh, very Kaya. Oh, I, that's 
if I was a rapper, bitch, I'm dropping. No, if I had to say it is. any celebrity, Look, it would be Kaya. Bitch, don't do this. <laughs> don't you fucking. Can we go ahead and claim this? We gotta get no, your record contract together. I'm gonna be the next. Time. Like not yes. the next. Kaya, but literally the hoodest of rats. Sometimes yes. this is what we gonna do. The, I see so, it. You want to get fired too? You over here there shaking your head, no, 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 nigga. No, 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 I just envision you as like a gully ass rat. I would. No, don't gully. pipe it up now. Okay. No, but but I, it's I'm, the rat. I'm talking about nasty though. Like lick my crack. Who says crack, bitch? That just sounds nasty, bitch. Dog. That's the type of rapper. You remember I would when Kaya did that barbecue? I'm here for it. And everybody was like, "Damn, bitch, you doing barbecues? Y'all remember that? They booked her for a barbecue. No. <laughs> Maybe you could start don't like that. Really no, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Maybe you can start like that. I'm not even going to lie. It's still an anthem. If you guys have not um, heard it yet, don't trust no nigga. This is kind of what I write. Who hasn't to. heard this song? A lot of people. So Mouse, Mouse came out to um, <laughs> Don't Trust No Nigga at our show. And I just really got to say, it honestly felt right. Like, I don't know who hasn't heard this shit. Hey. God, it feels like gospel when it starts. Oh this is a gospel like, song. God. Wait, you don't know this song? You don't know this song? No, I told you. I told you, baby. <laughs> Hold on, we about to wait, go. Wait, wait, bitch. Hold on, real quick. And you know we got to talk over and do our Joe Budden, y'all. Ooh, we bringing music to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> wait, what is this song? Wait, wait, wait. I am. Hold on. You put your trust in a nigga, stupid hoe, how you figure? He won't fuck your best friend and your sister. A lie to ya, and then screw ya. I get mad if his homeboys do ya. A he's so a nigga, mad. don't let him fool ya. They all this. dogs, that's what they do. Uh, okay. <laughs> who is First of all, yes. But who, who is this? Kaya. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, th- yeah, she got more than my neck, my back. Oh, the fact that we right. just, we just got real thing. Florida, yeah. bitch. Yes, yeah. it, ho. What part of Florida are you from, by the way? Old Town 47, Chopper City. <laughs> I'm used to live in Florida, and I have no idea what the hell that is. That's Orlando. Orlando. Oh, from Ocala? Orlando. You know Orlando. Oh, okay. Orlando has a very high murder rate, and they sure brought that. that shit up when 21 Savage went to jail, and they were like, you know, Atlanta ain't that hard. Orlando got a lot of kills. Orlando is really Orlando that shit. Some, Pine Hills, West Side. I, I The ghettoest niggas I've ever met in my life are from, no, oh, Jacksonville. Paramore, no, I, I used to live in Jacksonville. I was like, okay. They okay. like that. They yeah. like Duval niggas, bitch. Yeah. yeah. They just ain't got the, the, no, they got the dreads and the gold. You the lived same. in Jacksonville? I was in support. That's my first job. Can't believe yeah. it. Jacksonville, Florida. It's a little too much class, I feel like, for a Jacksonville. I was on the other side of the bridge <laughs> oh she said that double flex Duval I, I, Yo, I know you got out to I get some gas it. and niggas like it. oh what you really? can't talk to a nigga and shit where, where too can good. I want to thank you so much for joining us I know you're like what did they bring me into I love it but it I loved everything that you brought to the table <laughs> where can our listeners check you out and yes. where can they listen to your podcast if they want the more sophisticated you were so funny <laughs> bitch when they want them cue cards what okay they yes alright so first of all women love power that's why I talk about all things how women can get their power sexually seduction captivation all the stuff we're not supposed to be talking about womenlovepower.com um you can go to inside the pink podcast it's on instagram but if you just look up inside the pink po- at podcast everywhere podcasts are found and then you can find me on instagram at aisha k fanes how and long have you had your podcast yeah. by the way we are new we started at the end i can't remember if it was october of last year okay but yeah and yeah. i met her her co-host and then the great find to the have her how many co-hosts co-host uh, do you have pardon how many co-hosts do you have just Uchechi. Uchechi. Yes, just me and Uchechi. I know that's right, bitch. Yes. You smart. Split the bag only two ways. <laughs> <laughs> people be like, oh, I, I got to get my three friends. Six people. No, no. no. Fuck out of here. It's not a crew. It's not a crew. It's just two of us. <laughs> Let me stop. Anyways, as you know, um, we want to thank all of you guys for coming and supporting us at our live shows. 
we just gonna say it. We ain't. I'm not even gonna drop all the names of the cities. But get your tickets. We're selling out. Not a humble flex, but we appreciate the support. I do want to say though, get your tickets early. We are saving tickets for patrons only. So if you do want to support us, I, let, patron, I let the Chicago ones go. I saw that. I'm putting so them on the general public. So if you want to join us in Chicago on 3:30, become a patron, and there are tickets for both. There's like the 10 ninth, or maybe nine left in each city. For the ni- like that. yeah, there's. I saw um, that. But by the way, Miami, we are coming. I know y'all niggas do shit last minute. When I, I ain't I, even gonna hold you. I'm about to cancel that shit. <laughs> How the fuck Toronto got more tickets than Miami? Fuck y'all. Because it's, fuck Miami, y'all. Maybe really I'm going to be real with you. So, like, I think 40 <laughs> people bought tickets the day of my Miami show. I was shocked. Do y'all niggas just be late? Y'all niggas yeah, just don't play shit ahead of time? It's a lot going on in Miami. Be late, so. But, like, everybody else is just nice, and they get their shit on time, and we can make plans on time. Yeah, you... Miami, y'all bougie as fuck. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, go ahead and say the spiel, because we are going to go ahead and... Yes, um, that's right. If you... um enjoy this next clip and you want to hear the rest of it, join us on Patreon.com. It's $5 a month and you get three bonus episodes a month. Three bonus episodes. Um, we also have merch for 15 bucks on that tier. You can be a producer of this show. You can call me and Mandy and you can plan an episode with us. Give us feedback. We love it. We, we also... sweaters we give y'all hoes now too. We also send y'all merch. Okay, we send merch. On the fourth month, we ship it out to you. Um, join us, patreon.com slash horrible decisions. It's in the description of the bio. Enjoy this clip. Peace. This is yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. I know we don't do kink shaming around here, but this is. <laughs> this this is one a, should be shamed. This it, is a kink I'm shaming your ass it's shame-worthy. for. We we say that yeah, this one as, is long up as, nasty. as long as a kink doesn't involve children or animals, it's a go. However, this kink is kind of odd, and I don't know how it comes about. So nasty. the kink this week is necrophilia. Necrophilia is sexual intercourse with or attraction towards corpses. Um, so th- these are dead human beings. Um, and so, yes, you're having sex with a human, but the human is not alive. So I do think that there is something very much wrong with this. I actually came across this kink while watching the Ted Bundy tapes mm-hmm. on Netflix. We're going to get into that later, but we're going to go ahead and delve into our horrible decision, which is kind of like crazy, but I'm excited about this because this is going to allow the Patreon community to do a lot of talking. I'm hoping I bring some stories to you guys that maybe y'all did not know of. Or and, details. Or that details that you weren't aware of. And yeah, this is super exciting for me. I hit up Steven yesterday while I was finishing up the Ted Bundy tapes and I was like, yo, I know what we're going to talk about because there's just so much in the news right now going on about this and I think it's important. So we're talking about sex criminals today, but criminals that i don't think we would necessarily deem well society doesn't society wouldn't yeah. say they look like criminals yeah or be deemed criminals um so before we start i do want to say r.i.p to jazzy correa yes rest um in peace. this is a very 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 sad story i'm going to post the link as well to all of these stories so that you guys can do your own research and bring these conversations to your group chats i would hope so jazzy correa is a 23 year old mother um who was recently found killed Mm-hmm. In Boston, she was found, unfortunately, the details are gruesome, but she was found in two suitcases in a man's trunk. Basically, the story behind this 
is, I'll sit here and read. I'm sorry. This is from Fox News. So the body of a 23-year-old mother who vanished after leaving a Boston nightclub last weekend was discovered Thursday in the trunk of a vehicle driven by the man suspected of abducting her. Um, Louis D. Coleman III, he is 32, of Providence, Rhode Island, was named as a suspect in connection with the disappearance of Jazzy Correa. He was arrested in Delaware after cops found Correa's body um, in the back of his trunk in two suitcases. Correa was survived by a two-year-old daughter. And she was reportedly reportedly last seen at the venue nightclub early Sunday in company of an unknown male. Um, and she was getting inside of a red car with her. Basically, the conversation is that she was celebrating her birthday with all of her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hearing that this gentleman caught her eye and they vibed. Mm-hmm. She decided to leave her friends after the club and instead of going straight home. I'm hearing that she chose to leave the club with this guy and she never came home, came home. So this is really sad because I'm seeing a mixture of conversations going on on the social media. So unfortunately, a lot of people are blaming her friends. See, that's a tough one. It's a super tough one. So, ladies, we know we have girl code in the club. We know that when we go to the club, we like to go to the bathrooms together. And nine times out of ten, we do leave together. However, we have all been in situations where we met a nice little gentleman. Mm-hmm. And maybe we wanted to go for a nightcap. Or maybe we wanted to have the fun athletes. that night. Maybe we wanted to do some hoe shit. And literally, as I was reading the story and seeing the response, I was thinking of how many times... you. You've been in that same sort of scenario? I've been in that scenario. I have left with guys after the club. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I've met guys and thought that it was it was all right. Like, they seemed cool. We was vibing. And I'm not even going to hold you. This gentleman, not only is he black, but he's fairly good looking. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think we view our own kind as criminals. We always say, like, it's white people shit. This is true, especially when it comes to sex killers. We don't view our own people as being capable of doing these things. And so never once, and I'm reading, like I said, I'm reading the story, and never once have I gone to the club, met a decent-looking guy, and thought, oh, damn, he might. He might kill me or rape mm. me or those those things just don't even cross my mind. And so it's so crazy that we're preyed on not only in this way, but we don't even realize the kind of situations we, we put, put ourselves, ourselves in. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at High5Casino.com. High Five Casino. 
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is.